Welcome to the Mission Remix Podcast. Throughout history, God has been on mission to redeem the world and reconcile those living within it to himself. The gospel which serves to accomplish this remains the same, but the styles and ways God's people on mission locally frame it for those in their own culture and neighborhoods change. Like some artists, ministers with a mindset to carry out God's mission where they live, they take the familiar words of a song and then arrange it and mix it to have a fresh hearing to their own audience who needs to hear it. These are their stories. These are their methods. This is the Mission Remix Podcast. Welcome to the Mission Remix Podcast. I'm Tico Montoya, along with my co-host here, Brian Sadler. How are you doing today? Doing great. Get tal, get tal. You doing good? I'm doing doing well, right. and I'm glad to be here today. All right, good, I'm good. Excited. Yeah, we're excited too. So, thank you for joining us, folks. Um, today, we're going to continue our journey as we experience and discover where God is at work in the Houston area. Um, God is at work in such diverse ways, and as we've been talking about in our podcasts. Um, and we're learning about these things. So at South Main, we are blessed to partner with so many different ministries and churches. Um, I'd like to read a verse in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. I think we know this verse, and it says this, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. So today we have the blessing to hear from one of those who has been sent and responded to that call. Pastor Billy Bernhardt of Axe Community Church in Deer Park is with us here today. So Axe Community Church um, serves Pasadena, Deer Park, Laporte, and other surrounding areas as well. So welcome, Pastor Billy. How are you today? And I'm doing good, and it's good to be here. Thank you. All right. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful to have you. So as we begin, um, Billy, let's just go through a little, a couple things, because I know some folks want to know who you are. Some folks of our folks, they do know who you are, but there are going to be quite a few that don't. So just give us a brief introduction of yourself, your family, and uh, the church that God has called you to start. My name is Billy Bernhard, and uh, I come from Edgebrook, grew up on the streets over there, gotten a lot of craziness like most of us do over there in the South Houston area, but uh, Jesus got a hold of me at the beach, out of all places, and then from there, you know, getting discipled through church, and then ending up at Houston Baptist University, where I graduate, and then from there, meeting my beautiful wife, Nadia, who's Puerto Rican Mexican, and so, yep, I get good grub every night at the house, <laughs> and uh, we got five beautiful daughters, Wow! and uh, so we have a Fab Five, a basketball team That's at our right. house. And so they say Houston no longer has a women's basketball team, but I tell them, just wait. When they're all grown up, we'll have a basketball team again. There we go. <laughs> and so, uh, but man, and that's who I am. And then, you know, God called me to the ministry. I'll tell everybody I was like Jeremiah when I knew I had the calling. I was uh, screaming, kicking, did not want anything to do with it. And I still remember my spiritual father going, man, this is great. And I was like, no, this means no money. And because uh, money was on my mind. <laughs> But, you know, when God calls you to something, it's amazing how he'll change your heart. Mm. And uh, I can't see myself doing anything else now Praise but God. ministering. Praise God. You know, you and I have some things in common. Number one, we both went to Houston Baptist University. And number two, we both have five kids. And the, actually, the third thing we have in common is we both know Bill McMillan, you know, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, some people will say, oh, that's a blessing. Some people will say, I don't know, that guy's kind of crazy. But we both know him, and he's been a big influence on our lives, in, in our lives, and speaking into that. So thank you for joining us today. And um, what, what an important 
um, topic, you know, that we're going to be talking about today, at least in your church, because I know where you have begun and how you started and where God's moved you and how he spoke it into your life. And, and he called you out, you know, Edgebrook, those, those places. And he met you on a beach. I mean, what better place for him to meet you? I mean, he met his disciples after he rose again on a beach, you know, so here's God, the, the living God says, you know, Billy, I got a plan for you. And it's going to go deeper than this ocean could ever, ever go. And you're finding that out. Like you said, you, you can't imagine anything else, you know, so talk about a little bit about where, where, you know, where y'all going and what, what y'all have been doing and uh, maybe some things that, um, where you kind of started. Okay. We'll just go back to where I started. So um, when I finally said yes uh, to the calling, still didn't really want to be in church. I had a bad view of church and, uh, and I knew I wanted to go after the gangs. I wanted to go after people on the streets and, uh, and I, I just didn't see the church really wanting those type of people because uh, the church I grew up in in South Houston moved. They were like, hey, nobody looks like us no more. And so they moved out of South Houston. So I was just like, I just had a bad view of the church. And then I finally took a job at this one church and, uh, anyways, grew the youth. And then I thought everything was going well until the pastor set me down and says, hey, there's a problem. I'm like, what's the problem? Like, Y'all gone from 15 to 30 kids. He's like, well, it's the kids you're bringing. Mm. And he goes, we do not want these type of people here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what about my fiance? Well, we're okay with her. I was like, there's just not anybody else that looks wow. <laughs> looks like her. And I was just like, Lord, I told you. But then uh, FCA, I've always been involved with FCA. Uh, they got me a job at a church in uh, Laporte. And uh, and from there, God really gave me a vision as we were reaching all these kids from Laporte who were on the streets and just weren't in church and saw the youth grow to over 100, and people started telling me, hey, you ever thought about planting a church because you practically grew this youth out of nothing? And mm-hmm. I was like, man, y'all need to get away from me. <laughs> and then uh, then from there, I got married, went to another church, and, uh, and then the Lord just put on my heart. He wanted me to plant. I told my wife, man, I think God does want us to go plant a church. She was like, wow. no. I was like, oh, <laughs> wow. all right, well, that's over. <laughs> you can't do anything if your wife's not in agreement. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, but then a month later... She came to me crying. Mm. I had brought some former students in, and she's just crying. She's like, they would have never known Jesus if we hadn't gone to the streets. Mm. And she goes, so you can plant acts as long as I know we're going after lost people. We're just planting a church because all we're going to do is just fill up a bunch of church people who aren't happy. I'm not in. Mm. But if we're going after the lost, I'm in. Sign me <laughs> up. And so, and, and, and that's basically how acts came about. Um we started meeting the apartment. We had no clue what we were doing. We just started praying. Amazing. And then from there, God just starts, you know, you start meeting people. People start getting saved. Because everyone says, how are you going to do this? And it's like, I have no clue. And people are like, are you a church planner? I think I heard from God. I'm not going to say, thus say it. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I heard. And yeah. I, I guess we're going to find out. And from there, you know, I uh, got with the BGCT, with Bill. And then from there, I uh, got with this other network that we're no longer in. But. Uh, and God just started doing stuff, and, uh, and it was just it was just beautiful. And you know, meeting from the Crisis Pregnant Center to uh, Sylvan Beach to Bill M- Bill Miller remembers all those days to um, mm-hmm. the BSM to the y- to uh, YMCA and to God giving us a building for free. Wow! You know? so, it's yeah, it's that, been a journey. That that journey, part of your journey that that always just amazed me because I think y'all were even at one point didn't y'all leave me at the BSM or. I think that's when I, uh, Bill had told me about y'all. Y'all are meeting the BSM and the BSM there at San Jack and um, Central. 
And when when he said, there's a church in Deer Park that's going to give over their church to you guys, you know, and so we're just going to pray that this, because I know there were some, there were some logistics to yeah. it and how they do. And so we just went on a, a, a just a, a spiritual journey to pray for you guys, because I think we, we realized there's something going on. It's not just something in the water, you know, it, it's something the Holy Spirit is at la, alive and, in, and is active and is an ingredient in all of this. And it's just like, it's in the ground. I mean, it's in the soil, it's in the root system. It's that, oh my gosh. And, and we just prayed. And then when, when Bill told us, you know, at, at staff meeting one time, I was just like, yes, you know, I just like that, man, that's awesome. That's, and I said, man, we just can't be. And I, and I think even Dr. Lyles at the time was just like, what? Wow. You got, wow. So I think we were just kind of sat there and just like, wow, this is just, it's just one of those moments. We were so proud for you guys and what a blessing, what a blessing. So, and you know, I mean, just it, God never ceases to amaze us, does he? I mean, you know, with the, just the details that you provided there and how it all came together. Um, but you talking about being a youth pastor for several years. Um, that's, that's what I am. And I have been since 2005. Um, it's, 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 it's my passion. So where you're coming from is really, you know, hitting home with me and especially the, the student part, um, in terms of some church members, uh, and, and this is in all churches. So, uh, you know, that may or may not be comfortable with a different demographic, um, you know, but for, for Jesus and what he calls us to do and he calls all Christians to do is it's, it's not about any specific demographic thing that there's nobody that is, you know, unreachable or that we shouldn't be trying to reach. And so, you know, I commend you for trusting God and the Holy Spirit. And, um, you know, it's God's approval that we seek. Amen. And, Amen. Um, and that's what we're seeking to do. And so uh, just first of all, I want to tell you that. Um, so that's a cool thing that I think that we definitely have in common. Um, what are some of the, I guess, missional groups or discipleship groups that have come out of your church planting? Like, uh, is it with the student base, you know, as, as it has evolved into, you know, adults and maybe even some of the parents of these students? Um, and how do you guys go about that strategically or how do you feel God leading you to, to do that discipling? That's a great question. So our, our mission is reach, train, send. When we when we planted, we knew we wanted to go after the lost. And we knew we, went, we wanted to go after everybody. And a lot of times you'll hear in the church planting, pick your group of people. The only problem when I would hear that is when you read Acts 11, you know, it talks about the Christians who were dispersed. And it says there were those who only spoke to the Jews. Our story ends right there in verse 19. We never hear about them again. Mm-hmm. Then it says there was a group of men from Cyrene, which is present-day Africa, and Crete, which is present-day Europe, which I find interesting because you hear people want to argue about who had more influence, Europe and Africa. And I'm like, right there in the Bible, they both had just as much influence. What are we arguing about? And these men weren't arguing about that. They weren't arguing about politics. They were like, hey, the Lord said, go to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. So they just preached to everybody. The Bible says the hand of God was on them and Antioch was birthed. We all know Antioch. Mm -hmm. That's who sent out the greatest missionary, church planner mankind's ever known. That's right. You know, Apostle Paul. But it's beautiful because when you look at this church, you see a church that they didn't force diversity. They just did what the Bible said. They preached to all people. And because they preached to all people, their church was diverse. So they're reaching people of all different ethnicities, rich, poor, you name it. And then they're discipling them. And so we're real big on discipleship as well. And God has blessed us. Like all of our, most of our deacons were at one time didn't know Jesus. There were people that we discipled. And we even have elders now and uh, because we're an eldership-led church. And uh, when you look at our elders, it's like Acts. It's like Church of Antioch made up of uh, uh, different ethnicities, but not because 
hey, we need this person, we need right. this. Yeah, I'll tell anybody, if, if you faithfully preach the gospel to all people, we know God's heart. We're going to see them respond. Mm-hmm. God cares more about the gospel than we'll, we'll... We try to care like he does, but we know we can't even match right. his passion for people. And uh, and you'll see all different people, which we've seen, and, and then you just begin to disciple them. And so we have, like, discipleship classes. We do life on life. And, and so and we have missional community groups. So we have um, we're real big on... Nothing against Sunday school. What we tell people is that we do Sunday school throughout the week mm-hmm. in people's homes yeah. and in the communities. And so throughout the community, uh, from Pasadena to Deer Park, which we have two, we have one in Pasadena, three in Laporte. We just started one in Baytown. We have one on the east side. The east side, for y'all that don't know, that's like um, I-10, Beltway, Galena Park area, Channel View. And then we have Seabrook, and then we have one in Pearland. And, uh, and these are groups that are just you know faithfully meeting and we believe that, like Laporte, we have three now. We believe once we get four to five, and we want to look at a church. And that, wow. that's enough people where, man, we can have church over there. Continue with church planting. So you said that if you guys get, what would you say, a, a four to five, four, four or, so. or five more houses, <laughs> and then you may look to plant a possibly another church. So we look at four to five, or if you, if you know you have someone who just has the gifts, like uh, everyone has different gifts. And so our philosophy was we— we never desired to be um, a big, large church. Now, God's been blessing us where we've actually outgrown the building that was given to us for free. And Bill knows he's been trying to help us. Like, uh, we're at two services and um, believing that uh, mm. the Lord's going to lead us somewhere. Mm. But um, but in that, like, our, our goal has always been we want to build God's kingdom. And mm-hmm. to me, the greatest way to build his kingdom, the greatest way to reach people is to plant more churches that are in those communities in those areas. And so like, um, we are looking at Laporte where, um, you have men who are called to pastor, but not everybody has that gift to plant, but what a blessing. Well, Hey, you already got a congregation. Mm-hmm. We just need you to go pastor it. Or like a brother that I'm working with in Baytown. It, I mean, y'all know Baytown has been hurting, mm-hmm. uh, the streets there are crying mm-hmm. and so of and, and we have a really good brother that he's going through our church, res- church planning residency. And our goal is just like, how Acts looks. We're going in there to, to reach the hood, to reach the streets. Uh, with the hopes and purposes that suburbia will come along with us. Because it's a beautiful thing when you see inner city and suburbia mixing together. When you mm-hmm. see rich and gangster right next to each other. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you just, it's just a beautiful picture of heaven. It's a beautiful picture of the church that, man, we should all be side by side. Who cares what party you, you vote for? Like, Absolutely. And this is yeah. Jesus. And, and then, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. And isn't that what God sees? I mean, and that's what that's what he wants with that reconciliation. Mm-hmm. So, that, you know, as as you look at that church planting and, and you do that, and, you know, you're looking for those leaders within your church. So you're, you're it's kind of like a grassroots, homegrown, you know, this is mama's home cooking, basically, you know, kind of deal within your church. And to have that vision from you, you know, how to, you know, just that vision that God gave you. You know, and I'm sure you're, you're like, you're, I love what you said earlier. Your wife said, hey, look, if we're just going to go reach other church people that are just kind of getting tired of, you know, the same old, same old, and we need some new entertainment, then count me out. I mean, that, that, I mean, kudos to your wife. I mean, that, that's a godly woman to be able to say, seriously, to say, now, if we're going after the lost, sign me up because that's what Jesus is and that's who he is and, and that's his ministry. And, um, and how encouraging that is for you, you know, to be able to, 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 to do that and to say that, and, but to have a wife that keeps you on track. I, I think we can all agree our wives help keep us on track, you know, and, and what's her involvement in, in y'all's ministry? 
So her, so her involvement is she she puts up with me. There and, you uh, go. I okay. always got new <laughs> visions and dreams. But uh, helping with the kids, she does an incredible job homeschooling. But she also, I mean, she she's a pastor's wife, so she does a lot. Mm-hmm. She uh, you know, she helps us with the biblical counseling. We have a biblical counseling center. Oh wow! Yeah. So she helps teach and, and raise up others. You know, um, we all, there, obviously there was tons of needs before COVID. COVID just, you know, Whacked everybody. made all that just skyrocket. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> goodness. And so uh, she helps with that. She also helps me with uh, the wives of these pastors and these leaders that we're raising up. Mm-hmm. As I pour into the men, she pours in to those ladies. Because a lot of times, you know, the ladies get left out. And we yeah. forget yeah. that, man, ministry is real hard for the women. Actually, I tell the men, the women have it harder. Because, mm. you know, when people are talking trash or this or that, they, they got to just lovingly stay silent. Yeah, and we know they don't always want to. Right, right. <laughs> you know, go back real quick. Um, how how did you meet Bill McMillan? So I met Bill when we went uh, <clears throat> through the BCZT when they assessed us. Um, I met Jair. He was at the time the right, over the Jair. whole church planning, yeah, right. and so he introduced me uh, to Bill, and uh, I started talking, and Bill was like. Man, how can I start helping you? So he he loved already there, but then when he just heard that the reason why we came into the Pasadena into this area was, I mean, we're going after the, the inner city, we're going mm-hmm. after those that nobody's going after. Bill was like, "I'll do what I can to help you," because he, he just, I mean, he sees what's happening in Pasadena. You know, the, obviously the uh, it's changed population and all that, and how it looks, and, uh, and so he just loved that we were very intentional, like we're going after, you know, um, these people. And we're just believing by God's grace, man. He's, he's going to bless us, and we're going to watch God do great things and have worship in Spanish and have some gospel music as well, for, yeah. you know, and just different variety. And so uh, that's how I met Bill. He was crazy. And, uh, <laughs> he still is. And, and I'm crazy. And, so, and you still are. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I still can't believe, like, when I heard his age, I was like, no way. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Lord Jesus, let me look like that and walk like that when I'm that age. <laughs> There's only one Bill McMillan. And for those of y'all don't know, Bill McMillan um, is our minister of missions here at South Main Baptist Church. And he's been doing this for a while. And he is such an encourager, and he's one of those guys. He can he sees he sees the Holy Spirit moving. He sees God working in somebody's life. He's going to pluck you, and he's going to. I mean, that, that's what he did with me, and and I know that's what he did with you, and said, "Hey, I, I believe." And but he invests. Yes, he does, and he wholeheartedly does, and he checks up on you, and he holds you accountable. You yes. know, and and all these things, and you know all these things. Yes, he know? comes by the church. He he shows up uh, at outreaches, and so um, he calls, and so. So at Acts, uh, I'm the minority at, at Acts, uh, you know, and uh, we love white people at Acts, <laughs> but they're but they the minority. And, uh, and and it just worked out that way. Like, you know, we, we go after many people, but I'll tell people, like, majority of Pasadena is no longer white. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell anybody, like, the church ought to look like the context. It should look like the people around it. And so, um, you know, we're intentional about going after people who are in gangs, people who have crazy former life, which I can check the box on all of those things right there. <laughs> okay, yeah. And, uh, and so, like, uh, for example, many people in our church are, you know, former, once we're in gangs or once we're in jail and uh, are now worshiping Jesus, some of them are deacons. Um, one of them wow, yeah. is going to become a church planter. You Amen. know, we're working on him planting a church when years ago no one ever thought this brother who was locked up would be doing anything wow. like that. And But it's the beauty of the gospel, you know. Amen. He doesn't just save us, man. He he, he redeems us, mm. he restores us, yeah. and, and he raises us up 
to where, you know, you do stuff that you thought you could have never had done or, you know, I messed up too bad and God's a reminder that no, no, no you haven't. Like Maybe give us an, maybe give us an example of maybe where you've seen um, God at work in somebody's life. One of our uh, deacons now, and uh, he's actually on our board and, I go to him for a lot of advice. My kids see him as um, him and his wife as um, like they were grandparents. Mm-hmm. But uh, when, when I met him, uh, man, he was lost. His daughter gave her life to Jesus right before we started the church. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget her salvation. She comes up to me in tears, like, "Man, I'm done fighting. I surrender." Just you know, tears pouring out of her eyes, and mm-hmm. I'm going to start bringing my family. They're going to think I'm crazy, but I'm bringing them. Mm-hmm. And, and one by one, we started watching God just. And it's Mendoza family. We just started watching God save them. Wow. But I remember uh, Martin, he, he made me work. He would uh, <laughs> take off right when service was over. And uh, But his wife would talk to people. And she'd be like, Pastor, he's out there. So I, w- I would go out there in the parking lot, come up to the car. And he was like, man, where's Sylvia? And I was like, well, you know, she's, she's talking to the lady. So <laughs> what, we can have a man-on-man talk, you know. <laughs> and he was like, man. <laughs> and, um, and so through some circumstances that took place, he ended up in a in a really uh, rough spot um, from from being arrested, and uh, and I remember getting to just go meet with him, and I'll never forget. I mean, I knew it um, as I started talking to him. I was like, "Man, you surrendered to Jesus." And he goes, "I did. I, I'm done. I'm done with the life that I've been living, mm-hmm. and I'm not losing my family, and and I know my only hope is going to be Jesus." Wow. But you know, it didn't was wild because after that. Um, Probably about a few months later, he, he's given his life to the Lord, um, you know. And um, man, we all know living for Jesus can doesn't mean your life's going to get better. Right. Mm. So he flies to to Cabo with his family. He tries he's he's coming back through the airport, and customs grabs him mm. and says, "Hey, uh, man, we see that you're just a resident, and we see that you have a record." And he's like, "Yeah, but that's years ago. I'm no longer that man." And man, next thing I know, um, and they got him in ICE, and uh, and are like wanting to deport him, send him back. Uh, and I'm like, are y'all crazy? Like, all he's ever known is America. Like, we can't do this. And I'm watching his family, and, and I was really proud of our church. Our church helped out, and and we went out there. Bill knows we went out there and protested. Mm. And it's one of the things. Bill's like, I love you. I don't know too many guys that would go do what you did. <laughs> I got the whole church yeah. out there, wow. and we're like, hey, you know, this isn't right. Uh, man, this is this is a family man, and he's a resident. You're trying to retry him for stuff that he's already been forgiven of. And I'll never forget the judge allowed me to talk to them, mm. and uh, you know, and I just shared to the judge. And I remember the the, the person that wanted to send them away. He was like, "You're not going to listen to this guy, are you?" And she was like, "I just heard what he said about this man. And if this is true, God has forgiven him, and all that she he's saying, I ain't going to have God." look at me on that last day, like, he's free to walk. And, you know, and it was just one of those, it was just powerful that they let him out. This was five mm-hmm. months later, you know. But it, but it was amazing to, to see how God moved and all that. And, and now he's, you know, um, a deacon in our church. And I can't tell you how many of the, the men who have been in and out of jail or, or alcohol and drugs, like, how many of them go to him? And just mm-hmm. how many men that he's helped in our church? Man, that, that's where God's at work. You know, in in your context, you know, to to see those glimpses because, it, but God had a purpose. He's going to use him, and many many folks are going to come to him. And there, there's there's not only been one. There's been several, and there's probably several more that are going to come. That's right. And and to go that, and God's just like, hey, Billy, remember, 
We're going after the lost. That's why. I mean, that that's it. I mean, right. and he's like, and, and I've got testimony after testimony after testimony. Bring whatever you want. People, bring whatever you want. You you got, don't worry. I, I got it covered. The blood of Christ, I got it covered. And here's another brother that's going to give us something you know, to show you the love and the mercy and the forgiveness that comes with the knowing who Christ is and having a relationship with him who can heal families, who can who heal wounds, histories of families that have been, you know, marred by sin, um, but now are clean and presented whole because God is sitting there saying, I remember you. And now I'm going to send you. Uh, I just think that also, isn't it, isn't it a blessing to hear, um, this sort of mission strategy of reaching people for Christ. Um, when we traditionally hear um, what would be conventional means of sharing Christ with people and, and, and leading people to Christ, and um, which there's, n- of course, absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if you're in that lane all your life and you don't get out of, the, out of the, that lane and see there's multiple ways that God will use people and, um, you know, it's it, in ways like this with this with this young man and, and, and even with yourself um, in, in the in the margin, you know, the mission margin and, and, and really all of Christianity should should be missions, um, you know, as far as reaching people mm-hmm. and, and within the church and, 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 and out. And and it reminds me of something that I saw years and years ago uh, at a church. And, it, it, you know, it, to this day, it, it's just, I think it's just profoundly um potent and what and what and what it means but um i was at a church uh, a friend of mine is uh in atlanta georgia um pastoring at a church there and we were there visiting and uh just a gigantic parking lot and uh, we had parked and gone in and you know attended the services and everything and it was and it was great uh but as we got in the cars um or in our in our car to leave um and we were pulling out I told my wife, I said, I said, Carrie, I said, look at that, that sign. And she goes, what do you mean? I said, look at, there, there's an exit sign for the parking lot. So she looked over at it. And what it said on the exit sign as you left the church, it said, you are now entering the mission field. And it just struck me as so powerful because I think too many times we try to put Christianity in a box of it being in a building or in a church, and there's nothing, you know, again, obviously nothing wrong with that, but it's it's outside these church walls and, and, and a building, and it's out in the streets, and it's it's in these places where you and your church are, are, are ministering and serving, and that's where God has called us to go. Obviously, we grow and we feed, you know, at church and, and fellowship so that we can become stronger and more effective in doing that, um, but it's it's really out and beyond, and Amen. so I think that's just, it's it's really a powerful thing. And again, you know, life in the margins. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and taking people's experiences um, and seeing how God transforms their lives, and then they're able to then use them um, to benefit others. You, mm-hmm. did, you said other other people are coming to this, to this guy who was going to be deported. Now is that right? I mean, sir. Yeah, he's now he's now discipling. Yeah, showing men how to be men and how to fight for their marriages and how to fight for their children. And and that yeah, it's so a that, beautiful thing. You can't ask much more. No, you can't. No, I mean, that, <laughs> and can't. that and that's literally the power of Christ within Him. Exactly. You know, yeah. um, so I, yeah, I think that's really something. And think about if we're going to go back to Paul just real quick. 
Um, you know, here's a guy who's persecuting Christians, who's going after them, and, and then Christ changes his life on the road to Damascus. And think about the assets that he had. Most of us don't comprehend this. This guy was a Roman citizen. You know, he had access to places that many people did not. You know, but he was well-knowledged on the Jewish traditions and so forth. And so he was able to then take that, use that, see that Messiah has come, you know, and share that and, and go. And I think that, you know, you guys are doing an awesome job. And it really is a great example for all of us to, to copy and, oh, yeah. and put into action. Just what, what an encouragement just to listen to what you have to say and just to get us thinking. Yeah. And even even for us here at South Maine, what can we do? What can we do? You know, to to think outside and to think like that, to, to be reminded of the work that you're doing. So um, what are some spe- specific ways? Because we're here at South Maine. I know people listen to the podcast um, all over the world uh, want to know how can they. We're not that you. big yet. We're not that big yet. Yeah. No, it's okay. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, it's God, you know, that's you, right. we, we, you, right. you don't, you don't right. know. Um, but what are some specific things that we can pray for, for, for you guys in your church um, in, in particular? Now, uh, just continue to pray as, uh, as we're raising up um, leaders. God's really blessed us um, where um, we now have a small staff and we have some men that we're raising up, believing that we're going to be sending them out to plant. So, be praying for Baytown. We're, uh, something we just our hearts been stirred up for, that we're believing for. We're also believing for the east side as well, and uh, when it comes to the planting, and then uh, also pray like uh, you know it's a good problem. We've we've outgrown the place that God gave us, and uh, I know some will say we'll we'll build on that land, and, and Bill knows the whole yeah. stuff behind that. Like they will only let us build seven thousand square feet, and so I know Bill and others are right. It's just that would not be a good steward of money. <laughs> and yeah. so uh, so we're believing that uh, just as God led us where we're at, he's leading us to another place where we can just continue to grow as we reach people and make disciples and send people out. And, uh, you know, and just, uh, I'd also say just pray, and, and probably a lot of churches I think would say this, just um, that we stay centered on the gospel. Because, you know, uh, man, trying to pastor a diverse church not only do you got different political beliefs, but just, you know, in, in the culture we live in today, it's just very, I've just, I've never seen our culture just this divided. Mm-hmm. And it seems like people want to be, it's like just, it really, yeah. you know, being driven. It is. And I just continue to remind our people that, hey, listen, the gospel is the hill we die on. The gospel is what brings us all together. And it's okay that everybody doesn't see eye to eye or think alike. Mm-hmm. What matters is, as Paul said, Christ Jesus crucified and risen mm-hmm. and and that's what we want to keep preaching and pushing. So just pray, for, I would say, for that as well, that, you know, we stay focused on the gospel and united on that in a time where, you know, I believe people are trying to get us just caught up in so many different things that, that aren't going to save anybody, aren't right. going to change anyone's heart. Mm-hmm. Not and, don't change, and, and they don't change the bottom line yeah. that Jesus died on the cross, paid for our sins, and, and he's the way of salvation. Mm-hmm. You know, the gospel truth, like what you're saying, this is the central truth is is the same, you know, and uh, and I tell people all the time if if we want to see our culture change, we got to keep preaching the gospel because the gospel. I mean, Paul, we talked about him, he was a terrorist mm-hmm. in all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. but when yep. the gospel got a hold of his heart, you couldn't stop that brother from loving no, people. You couldn't. He just, he. Could, <laughs> you, you weren't going to shut him up. No, you know, you weren't going to shut him up, and he, he went everywhere. 
anywhere and everywhere he was able I mean, to. He, he literally said, I will not be quiet. That's yeah. right. He <laughs> used <laughs> his Roman citizenship. He used whatever yes, he, he could to leverage to get into places and to be in. And he went to jails. He went to authorities. He went to men of power, men of low, you know, uh, yeah. man. I, yeah, that's Amen. so true. Uh how can people help your church? Like, you know, can they come and uh, I know you said that to, uh, to pray for leaders and, um, you know, that God would bring forth leaders and, you know, within or without. But is there or are there opportunities for people to come and volunteer or, you know, you, you spoke yeah. about um, this counseling uh, that your wife does. Is there areas of opportunity there that someone who may have experience and would be willing to, you know, donate some time or what are some ways that people can help? And then is there a way that people can contribute financially to your church um, and help? And is that something that is accessible via the website or can you tell us about that? So we never say no to money. Right. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, and again, didn't Paul say that? He's like, Hey, we, you know, that's right. Uh, I mean, so you're more than, yeah. ha- I mean, we'll, we need to be, we're more than happy if people want to give. And so uh, if you just, uh, Go to our, our website, www.axcommunitychurches.com um, or .org, and uh, we, you just go to where it says give. and then uh, and It's like a drop-down. Yep, you can give one time. You can you can give monthly or however you want, but uh, we'll never say no to that. Uh, and, and Or anything that we do, like we do backpack drives. Um, you know, we do Christmas drives. We're always doing things to, to help out um, those who are in need and just— I'm just really convicted by scripture, you know, especially like in First John, like you who know you have the goods to help mm. and you don't. You know, that's just, I'm like, Lord, that can't ever be me. <laughs> you know, because we have the goods. You know, I'll tell anybody, if you live in America, you have the goods to help people who are in need. And so, um, so you, you can definitely give that way. And also, like, if you want to help, like we do stuff like uh, we have outreaches like Meet at the Cross or even other churches join in or like um, we're helping FCA put together October the 5th. Uh, I want to bring your youth out. It's for all of Pasadena, LaPorte, Deer Park, but we'll be going to um, Deer Park Stadium. Fields of Faith? Fields of Faith. Yeah, we're going to that. Awesome. And so, like, our, uh, I'm on the board. And so there's just different things that we do, outreaches, where we help. And, and um, so we're always uh, telling churches, yes, please. Um, whoever wants to come help, uh, as long as they um, know Jesus. Mm. <laughs> and know how to love people. I'm like, yeah. well, we we don't care if you got all the theology down. Or, you know that, that that'll come in time. But as long as you can love people and give them Jesus, you know, come on out. And, and so yeah, if y'all have, if anybody listening to this, if, if you want to help volunteer, uh, just just reach out and let us know, and uh, we'll be more than happy. And um, as as you as you go through, you know, your various different ways of. Uh, people wanting to to donate or to come and help and, and all those kinds. You can go to um, axcc.churchcenter.com. I think that's the way that that I got to your website, and you can do that. Uh, but are y'all on uh, what what platforms do y'all use to to reach folks? You know, you're looking at Facebook or you're looking you, you, at you find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, I think we're on some other stuff, and my guys probably know a little bit more on that. I'm old school, so those are just. But that's, I'm going with the old school. Okay, okay. Social media that's a good start, though. I mean. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, you, and I think we we looked it up on online. Um, I, I printed some stuff here. They don't, folks don't have it, but I think it does say. There we go. Y'all have Facebook, Insta, YouTube, so you can look. And I guess it's just going to be Axe Community Church, 
uh, maybe Deer Park or something. I'm sure they can just Google that um, to do that. So that, that'll be good. So um, email address. Do you have an email address? Yes. Bernhard, so my last name, B-E-R-N-H-A-R-D as in dad, W-S as in William and Sam, mm-hmm. at live, L-I-V-E as in victory, dot com. They can email you, or they can probably instant message you to Facebook um, or whatever, yes. and look, look, or go to the website and contact however that, that is. That is. So, um, you know, before we before we leave, we're going to say a prayer. And uh, Brian, if you'll you'll lead us out in prayer here in a moment, but I want to read um, kind of um, a verse, uh, two verses actually, um, over 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 you. Some some things that that came up, and I think even Brian. Um, just just kind of wrote this and jotted this note down, and, and it's Isaiah 6, chapter 8, and um, it says, Then I heard the voice of the Lord, and I know I said this earlier, um, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. And as we talked, you know, it, it came up, Acts 1, 8 came up, and, um, and, and this is what, for those of you who don't know, um, Acts 1, 8, it says this, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses. Ready? Here we go. In Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria. But he don't stop there. He says, and to what? The ends of the earth. Come on now. And, and that's, that's Acts Community Church and what y'all are doing. And, and we're so, so blessed just to be able to partner with you guys. And, and that's what we do here. We partner. We partner where God's at work. And we get to see where y'all are, y'all are, what y'all God is doing in, in your life and in your ministry. So that that's man, this is such a blessing to be able to talk to these guys. Yeah, you know, Brian, we have the we have a good job, you know, just yeah. to be able to interview you guys as y'all come in, and we get a blessing out of this. And Absolutely. I know I, I know those that listen to this get a huge blessing. Yeah, thanks so much for sharing with us today. And um, let me let me close this in prayer. Absolutely, absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, I just uh, just lift up Pastor Billy. Uh, to you right now, God, and um, his church, uh, Acts Community Church, God, and, and I ask that um, you continue to bless that church and, and to conti- continue to bless him uh, and those people that he is leading and that he is discipling and, and the people that they are reaching. And God, we we thank you for the blessings um, that he has already seen. We thank you for changing his life, um, God, to put him into this position. We thank you for his family, uh, his wife, who's supportive, and and even the gifts that she has as she contributes to this ministry. So, Lord, we lift up um, the church, God. We lift up Pastor Billy, um, and that you just continue to encourage them, keep them strengthened to God, and, and affirm them um, that you've called them to do what they're doing. Uh, God, I pray that people uh, won't be apprehensive or nervous about wanting to help or um, contribute or, or even participate or maybe even visit the church, God, and see how they can learn about you and your son, Jesus Christ, if they don't know him. God, we thank you again for even this media format, God, to reach people um, ultimately for your son, Jesus Christ. It's all about you, God. We give you all the glory and honor. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Um, and again, uh, the contact information is uh, his email address, which Tico, you wrote down. It is Bernhard, that's B E R N H A R D, U S at W S. Sorry, W S. Uh, oh, is it, that's a W? Yes. Okay, so let's do it again. Bernhard, W S at live, L I V E dot com. Uh, if you have questions um, or something that you 
want to ask me about or if you want to know about Jesus, I know that he would be thrilled mm-hmm. to talk to you about that, as, as would any of us. Um, so, and remember, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, you can also check them out there. And um, we're looking forward to it and see what God's going to continue to do. Amen. Amen. Th- Billy, thank you for joining us today. And this has been a blessing, as always, to, to us. And for those of you who don't know Billy, you're going to get to hear him on, on Sunday morning, or you will, after we post this, you would have heard him, you know, and you'll get to see, we get to, they'll get to see you face to face, some of these folks, and, and, and hear you and see your passion for this. And thank you for your passion. Thank you for continuing to do the work um, for, you know, whom shall I send is going to be you. And, and you, you know, that Jeremiah calling, you know, kicking and screaming, but you were faithful and God has been nothing but faithful to you and your family. So thank you, brother, for all that you do. And may we be able to encourage you throughout the rest of your ministry and, 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 and just see the fruits of that and be able to see that. So continue to do what you do. We'll do. And hey, thank y'all so much. And everybody, uh, thank you for supporting uh, your church because by you supporting your church, it goes to people like me. So thank y'all. Amen. Yeah. Amen. All right. Well, thank you, Billy. We appreciate you. And uh, y'all have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Mission Remix Podcast. If you would like to hear more stories and conversations from those like our guests today who are living missionally in their own cultures and neighborhoods, be sure to hit like or click subscribe from wherever you're listening to this show. If this episode was encouraging and inspiring to you, feel free to share it with others who could use some encouragement too. The Mission Remix is a podcast of South Main Baptist Church in Pasadena, Texas where we work, support, and partner with many missionaries and pastors like the one you heard today around the greater Houston area. If you would like to know how you can further support mission endeavors like these, whether that be through generosity or service, you can email us at info at Until next time, keep living on mission for the sake of your own neighborhood.